You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hey, friends, and thank you for joining us today for Therapy Thursday with Dr. Lydia Martinez. Hello, Dr. Lydia. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about today's talk. Today is part two in a three-part series called Building Better Relationships. Last week, we looked at love, joy, and peace out of the fruits of the Spirit, and that's taken out of Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, which reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so last week we looked at love, joy, and peace. Dr. Lydia, do you want to remind our listeners of what we talked about? Oh, yeah. We we started off with love, joy, and peace. And we talked about how our foundation relationship with our Lord was very important. And that's how we could build healthier relationships. First, by having that solid foundation relationship with Him, coming to Him through prayer, of seeking through seeking information in the Bible and just slowing down our reactions so that we can increase love, joy, and peace in our relationships. So this week we're going to be looking at patience, kindness, and goodness. Yes, I can't wait. So let's dive right in. How can we show love to those around us and by that building stronger relationships? And having patience with them, you know. By having patience. Oh, that's a tough one, right? Well, the scripture that goes with this one is, it's Ephesians 4.2. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Wow, that is a tall order, isn't it? It sure is. I'm thinking, listen, this is impossible to do without a connection to God. Like, absolutely impossible in and of ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. If you look up in the strong concordance, that word patient, it is patience, endurance, long suffering, slow to avenge wrongs and perseverance and forbearance. Mm -hmm. And there's that word again, forbearance and forbearance is got to look that one up too. Right. And that, that just means patience. It's a fancy word for, for patience, but like long patience, not like the I'm going to count to three and then it's going to be over. Exactly. It's more like, oh, yes. this, you know, it's going to happen again. You know, you have to prepare for it. So, I mean, I've heard it said where people say, don't pray for patience, for God to give you patience because he will give you situations to stretch that patience muscle. He sure will. And I, yeah. <laughs> well, some of the ways I was thinking is, Patience is just the simplest thing, which is just slowing down, mm-hmm. paying attention to the person, taking time to connect, asking questions of them, and trying to hear their heart. Right. And then on the other side of that is like, you know, when they're making too much noise, when they're chewing or breathing too hard. <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole whole other ball game. But... Yes. How can we just show patience a demonstration of love through having patience with them i think it comes from a place of like recognizing our own deficiencies yeah (laughs) and then knowing that we are imperfect people 
And that comes from recognizing that God alone is perfect. Mm -hmm. So if God is patient with me, allowing me time to grow and change, then how can I extend that to those around me? I I think that that's a, a great question. And I think that a lot of it has to do too with compassion, understanding, empathy, being able to put yourself in the other person's shoes and come back to your own shoes, you know, with that understanding so that you communicate that to them. I think understanding is so important because if you're bothered by someone chewing too loud or if you're bothered, and that happens to all of us, uh, we may be at a heightened state of stress ourselves. And yes, so slowing down is good, but slowing down enough to to say, oh, you know what, that's an elderly person who has dentures and maybe has a hard time chewing. Oh, you know, one day we're going to be there too. So have a little compassion right. you know, for that or try to think about where they're at in their situation at that moment to see if maybe, maybe you have to extend that compassion first right? so that they can, you can understand them, which will give you patience in working with them. So having a little empathy. Yeah, that's important. Well, that goes a long way. Well, I think just, um, I think just listening to understand and not to respond. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. That's a hard one. If I'm listening to you, am I listening to for my comeback and to let you know why you're wrong and I'm right? Or am I listening to truly understand your heart, what you're feeling, and maybe even slowing down enough where if you're not trying to show me your heart, but I'm seeing that something's going on, can I be patient enough to say, wait, something's going on here. Are you okay? Are you having a bad day? What are you feeling? Or what did you hear me say? You know, if there's a misunderstanding, having the patient say, what did you understand me to say? Let's make sure we're both on the same page. It's important to know when to use the right words or not use words at all. Sometimes it's better to just listen. And that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. And I, I think one point of patience as well is quieting your heart. Yeah, I do too. I think that's so important. I mean, we get pulled in so many directions and sometimes we don't even realize right. when we're, I mean, it happens to me all the time. You know, if I can confess, I got to tell you that, you know, I'll be pulled in 10 different directions and then uh, I'll have somebody say something to me and I'm not even done dealing with the, with the first, with something else. And I turn around, I just sort of project it onto them. So yeah, quieting ourselves. My Jonathan always tells me, let me tell you quickly while you're paying attention. And then halfway through, he's like, wait, remember, you're paying attention. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I have a short attention span, squirrel. But being patient with him is being present with him. The way, the way I show him patience is slowing down again and paying attention, being present with him. And I think that's very important, especially for, well, for everybody, for our friends, for our family, husbands, everything mm -hmm. matters to everybody that we are present and really paying attention. And that shows that we're patient. We're not rushing them. Yeah, it is important to slow down. And even that, that means slowing down literally how you talk, slowing down the rate of your speech. You're very good at that. Oh, I, I really, because. <laughs> <laughs> and so if I talk really fast, I can say it quick. 
Oh, I, I'm I'm like that too. I have to really think about it though. And But it's you have such a, a soothing, calm voice. Everybody, all my friends tell me they love Therapy Thursday because they say, Dr. Lydia's voice is very soothing and calm. I think what they're trying to say is not like yours, but that's okay. You're, you're funny, Lisa, but you know what happens is I have to do a lot of thinking. I have to do a lot of preparing for that calmness. You ask my kids, they would not say that my voice is calm and soothing, you know, and on occasion, my husband too, but we have to prepare for patients. Be intentional. Oh yeah. Patience is not natural. <laughs> I don't think it is. Right. Not, you know, that is, that I have to tell you is a, that's a weakness of mine too. Very much so. But we can, we all, you know, and that's important to be aware of what your area is that you got to work on, you know, and part of patience too leads us to the next one, right? Kindness. Kindness. So the Bible verse for this one, we actually have two Colossians three twelve. And that is, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And then I have a second one, Ephesians 2, 7. In order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Aren't those beautiful scriptures? Oh, my goodness. So... God's kindness to us comes through Jesus. Mm -hmm. And some of the definitions are quality of being friendly, generous and considerate, compassionate, selfless, merciful. Seek out ways to support and bless others. Mm, that, that is very nice. Very, I think when you read that, to me, it says selfless. Think putting others first, right? Being kind. There's another scripture too, Joel 2.13, that says, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. He's our That's creator. Very kind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm very that we serve a kind God. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So how can we, you know, there's the, the random act of kindness, mm -hmm. but this really isn't the fruit of the spirit is not a random act of kindness, although it can prompt you to do a random act of kindness. Mm -hmm. but how can you be diligent and again, intentional to show kindness to others? I, I think of that book, the five love languages, mm -hmm. because if I'm kind in what I would want, <laughs> then is it really showing kindness? Wow, that was When deep. you know the person and you mm -hmm. know how they express love, what they need from your relationship, mm -hmm. and you can meet that need with the only desire being to bless them and to build them up, that's showing kindness. Yeah, that is very selfless. But all of these are a matter of maturity. All of these fruits of the spirit are totally, makes me think of... um a mango tree, you know, I have this mango tree in my backyard and it's huge. It's like at least 20 feet. It's big. It's old. It's mature. And some of the mangoes have fallen off, Lisa. 
and they've barely, barely landed in the ground. Well, with the rain and the animals eating, eroding it, you know, they've, it's planted itself, a couple of them. So, you know, about 10 years later, you've got some nice little young trees there and they're beautiful. Okay. They're, they're not ready to fruit, but they're beautiful, you know, and it's going to take a little while for them to have a fruiting season. And that's what happens to us too. You know, it takes a little while before we actually have those fruits shown and, and easily shown. And sometimes we have to lead by example. You know, if you're a mature believer and you're listening to this podcast, then maybe that's a message for you. Maybe you're showing kindness to those who are not mature believers or are not believers at all. Maybe that's what's going to plant that seed so that they can be more curious about what it's like to be to believe and be more curious to be in the word. It reminds me of a few scriptures. First of first one is John 15:5. It says without me you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. And John 15:4 says abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. The fruits of the Holy Spirit come from abiding or being connected to the Holy Spirit, to God, through the Word of God, through prayer, through, you know, a Bible teaching church, through growing your relationship with God. And then the fruit of that or what comes out of that relationship are these attributes that we find here, which are all an example of Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. And so which leads us right into the next one, which is goodness, right? So we started off with patience and wow, that one, that one has struck a chord with me, kindness. And now we move into goodness. And let me read to you the, the scripture that we, that's out for that one. It says, it's Psalm 23, six, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm-mm-mm. That is one of my favorite verses. Mind you, I have 470. But that's <laughs> one of my favorite because it attaches goodness and love to following God and dwelling in his presence. David taught us that the goal of his heart, the aim of his life was to be in God's presence daily. And that word goodness, it's a Greek word, and it means an upright heart and life. It's doing good for the sake of others. So it comes from a place of examining your own motives and making sure that you're coming from a pure place and a good place and a good heart. And we know that we don't have anything good in us. As believers, we recognize that there is no good in us. If there's any good in us, it comes from our time and and what we inherit or receive from God. Mm-hmm. So really this goodness is being like Jesus. Yeah. And do you feel like people who are listening, who are not believers, who are are listening all the way through and they're thinking, we're not good. What do you mean we're not good? Of course we're good. Can you explain that a little bit more so that that's a little bit clearer? Yes. So the Bible tells us that there are none righteous, meaning no one is perfect. Mm -hmm. It says that we all fall short of God's glory. So God has set the standard and it's a tiny little target. And nobody can hit that target. So what does that mean? It means we came into this earth 
as a sinner, as a person who's not perfect because God is the only one perfect. When I'm in trouble, I always want to point to people that are worse than me. Well, I'm not like that person or I'm not like him and I don't, I don't do something as bad as you because that alleviates, it justifies my actions because I'm not that bad. But God says, I'm perfect. Compare yourself to me. And everybody falls short. I love the example also of a basketball. You can throw the basketball at a hoop when it's the correct height. But if that basketball hoop is on the moon, it doesn't matter how how far you get. You might get a little closer than me, but nobody's making that hoop. Nobody. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. So God made a way for us to connect, for us to cover our sin and, and have entrance to heaven, have salvation and eternal life. And that comes through Jesus. He came to the earth perfect, walked this earth for 33 years, and died for our sins. He took our sins, carried them to the cross, and said, I will stand for you. I will cover your sin because I love you so much, I don't want you to perish. So he says, I'll cover any sin because that's how much he loves you. I'll cover any sin. And we have a choice to agree or disagree with him. And if we disagree, we reject his truth. And we say, well, I'll get in, I'll get in on my own. And when we get there and we'll say, I threw the ball and my, the ball that I threw got two miles closer to the moon than everybody else's. Well, you didn't, you didn't make it into the hoop. Mm -hmm. You didn't hit the target because nobody can. And that's good news. The good news is, the bad news is we're all sinners. We all mess up. The great news is Jesus is perfect and he made a way. So that means, is there any goodness in us? You, there's good people, right? Speaking in terms of relationships, there's good people who are kinder than others and more loving than others, but inherently good that they don't sin and don't make a mistake, there's none. Right. I think that that is something that we need to take into account when building relationships. And, and this helps with grace. Because if you realize that nobody's perfect, then you realize that people make mistakes. Then you realize that there really is goodness in everyone and that we're all striving to be good, but that we're not perfect. And that's when we have to extend a little bit of grace. And that's a term that I always have to, when I use that in a sentence, I have to put the definition in there because sometimes my mind just cannot wrap around the word grace, you know? And I have to say undeserved forgiveness. I have to say, I have to give that person not grace because that just doesn't do it for me. I have to say, I have to give that person undeserved forgiveness for what they did, what they said that, that maybe wasn't good. Um, but I think that we all strive for that. I think that, um, it helps our relationships. You know, we just can't be perfectionists because we are not perfect. Right. So if that's something that that we do, um, then that that's tough. That's tough on your relationships. I think that's tied in a little bit with pride too. And oh, that's a that's one for a whole other podcast. Patience, kindness, and goodness. I think are uh, a, the next level of attributes or fruits that help us to build better relationships. They're all also fruits of our relationship with God. And last time we met, we talked about love, joy, and peace and how having a good relationship and a good foundation with God, praying, going to the Bible, going to the word helps. And this time I feel like the theme was slowing down, slowing down a little bit, showing a little bit of compassion and empathy and 
having a little bit of grace, undeserved forgiveness. If you can exercise those things, then wow, you're going to have some really ripe fruits, good fruits of the spirit. Next podcast, we plan on talking about faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I can't wait. And you know, I challenge you, if you're listening, to try to be intentional this week and pray. Write down the fruits of the Spirit and pray that God would give you each one. And pray that He would help you to demonstrate it to others in a tangible way, in a way that people will notice. Not to draw attention to yourself, but to build better relationships. And in closing, I'm just going to read again. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law, which means you can never go wrong by showing these attributes to others. They definitely will help you build richer relationships. Not perfect ones, but better ones. Now, before we close, there is an offer for the month of August from Dr. Lydia Martinez for her staff to give away four free sessions of counseling, Christian counseling. Dr. Lydia Martinez is a Christian counselor. She's located in Florida and she's offering four free sessions for new clients. We would love for you to call and contact her and see if maybe you need help processing about a relationship, processing a breakup, working through some anxiety, or just, you know, talking things out. You need somebody to listen and, and help you balance what you're feeling, what your emotions are feeling. Then Dr. Lydia, I'm going to put it in the podcast notes, but would you give them your phone number, please? Oh, absolutely. And that's 786-565-6916. Or you can go to my website, www dot dr lydia martinez dot com and that's dr and lydia with an i dr l i d i a martinez dot com so i just want to thank you lisa for um doing all the technical stuff to help this go and i want to thank all of you out there who are listening i hope that the holy spirit prompts you to make good decisions wise decisions decisions that are pleasing to him Certainly. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you that you give us the Holy Spirit, Lord. I thank you that you give us these fruits of the Spirit, Lord, that we can show others pieces of you in our lives, in the love, the way that we love others. Father God, I pray for anyone listening to this podcast today that has a heavy heart because of a broken relationship. Father God, they might be suffering through right now an illness or a separation. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would minister to them, and I pray that you would fill them, Lord, with your love and show them your affection towards them and that your thoughts towards them are good and never evil. And it is to bless them and to give them a hope and a future. Thank you, Jesus, for this tool that we can use to reach others for your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. And if you don't follow us on social media, then go to our Instagram, faithwithfriends underscore podcast and follow us today. Join our circle. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?